This is the Hospitality Podcast, your B2B show for the best thought leadership in the industry, bringing you education, information, and inspiration, only on MarketScale. Hospitality is a people industry. You don't want to take away that human element. You hire the kind of employee that's going to act like an owner, that's going to have that initiative. Welcome to this week's episode of the Market Scale Hospitality Podcast. I'm your host today, Tyler Kern. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the show. We've got a big program lined up for you today with lots of uh, interesting information, I think, that is going to come from two different sources. We're going to have two features on the show today, the first of which is going to be an interview with Kendra Pettis, and she is the Sports and Tourism Director for the City of Surprise, Arizona. And I talked to her about the impact that spring training has on the City of Surprise. So it's not that big of a city, but every year it's flooded with people that come in to enjoy spring training for baseball. So uh, when you hit this time of the year, everyone kind of gets that feeling, you know, football is in the past, it's behind us. Everyone kind of gets that itch that it's baseball season and spring training gets going. You have pitchers and catchers reporting. And so Kendra Pettis joins just to talk about what that impact is on the local economy of Surprise Arizona and how they prepare year round to make sure that the spring training experience is good and it keeps people coming back and visiting Surprise Arizona year after year. So it's just a snapshot of what takes place across a lot of the state of Arizona, as well as the state of Florida during these months when spring training is going on. And so uh, it's a really cool interview. I really enjoy getting to dive into this topic uh, and hear a little bit more about it. So Kendra Pettis is our first interview on the show today. Our second interview is with Brad Grimes. Now, he's the Senior Director of Communications for Avixa, and they put on Infocom, which is a big pro-AV show that takes place in June every year. This year, it's June 12th to the 14th. And it's a pro-AV show, like I mentioned, so uh, you might be wondering how this applies to the hospitality industry. Well, this year, they've decided to focus the show in on the hospitality and retail industries. And so I talked to him about just that impact that pro-AV is having on the hospitality industry, some of the big innovations that are taking place, and why exactly they decided to focus the show in on the hospitality industry and that intersection of the world of pro-AV and hotels and restaurants and that sort of thing. And it's a really interesting conversation, and I enjoyed getting his insight on this. And I think you will, too, from a hospitality perspective, uh, enjoy his insight and maybe consider going to this year's show to learn about some of the solutions that are being provided uh, by the pro-AV industry for hospitality. So it's a really interesting conversation. I think you're going to enjoy it. So that's going to be the second conversation coming up on the show today. Well, that's enough from me. Let's dive into those conversations. First, starting off with Kendra Pettis from the city of Surprise, Arizona, coming up next here on the Market Scale Hospitality Podcast. She's the Sports and Tourism Director for the city of Surprise, Arizona. Kendra, thank you so much for joining me here on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So Surprise Arizona is where the Texas Rangers and Kansas City Royals go every year for spring training. And so uh, with the Texas Rangers being a local team here for me anyways, wanted to just uh, talk to Kendra and also just get a sense of what some of the impacts are uh, for spring training as it kicks off every year on cities like Surprise. And so Kendra, I just wanted to start off by asking how many visitors come to Surprise every year during spring training? So we typically get about 200,000 fans each year during spring training, and usually about 60% of them are out-of-state visitors. 
That's a pretty incredible number. Uh, d- does it have an impact? I'm sure it has to on, on the local economy when it comes to uh, just money that's spent in Surprise Arizona every year. It does. You know, it's great for the entire state. The The Cactus League as a whole last year had an economic impact of more than $644 million um, for the state of Arizona. And so um, not just for the Phoenix metro area and all the communities that have spring training, but it really is a, an economic impact for our entire state. So um, for Surprise specifically, our hotels are full, our local restaurants and retailers benefit from the influx of visitors each year. Um, March is the highest month for like our hotel sales tax, our restaurant bar taxes, and then overall for sales tax, it's one of our highest months as well. So um, for us, that's really exciting. A significant portion of those sales tax dollars go back into the general fund to support citywide services. So police, fire, parks, roads, all those types of things. Um, it really benefits the entire community. Absolutely. Now, how does the how you know how does the hotel and restaurant industry kind of prepare for that influx of guests? Do you have any idea of whether or not they hire uh, seasonal employees and that sort of thing just to kind of help with, um, I suppose, kind of the influx of people into Surprise around this time every year, end of February into March. Yeah, so we work with our hotel and restaurant partners um, all the time, but especially during spring training. And, and they love this time of year. They look forward to it every year. Um, some of them hire additional staff. Some of them schedule more during the peak times, around game times and things like that. So um, they know it's a big season for our um, our visitors and, and they get really they get prepared and they get excited. Absolutely. Now, the the Rangers and Royals specifically are there at the facilities in Surprise, but obviously with the Cactus League, there are a lot of other teams around. But um, when it comes to the Rangers and Royals specifically, do you or does anybody there kind of follow the teams just to kind of know uh, how well they're doing and whether or not they're supposed to be good or bad? And does that at all affect the number of people that travel? Yeah, so, I mean, we love, you know, watching both of our home teams um, play during the, the regular season, and um, and we keep track of it, and we follow everything, and, and, it, and it obviously does have an impact. You know, we've, we've been lucky enough to have um, both teams be American League championships over the past decade or so, so the Rangers, I think, in 2010 and 2011, and then the Royals in uh, 14 and 15, with the Royals going on to win the World Series in 15, so that obviously can play um, a big portion of, you know, what we see for the following years. Um, So it's exciting to kind of follow the teams during the regular season. And we kind of know um, if there's going to be big players or a big season, um, we'll definitely see a little bit of an influx the following year. Sure, sure. That makes sense. Uh, Those were some good times for me as a Rangers fan. Uh, I hope that they return sometime soon. But, you know, that's a pretty nice little track record, though, to have two teams and then over the course of the last uh, you know, nine or so years, four of those seasons, uh, you know, you had a had a World Series representative that does uh, spring training there in Surprise, Arizona. That's a, that's a nice little track record there. I, something to put on the bulletin, maybe? Yeah, we're, we're definitely excited about that. And we're really proud of both the, the Rangers and the Royals. And, and they're really great partners to us. So it's exciting to, you know, see them out here during spring training. And when they have a really great year, that excitement just kind of carries over. 
Now, do you try at all, I, I suppose, to kind of turn the momentum from spring training into a year-round thing, whether it's encouraging guests to come back or something along those lines to try to kind of keep that momentum going? Because obviously there's going to be peak times for any destination where people travel on a regular basis. But ideally, you'd like to maybe continue that a, a little bit more year-round. Is that something that you've, you've really worked to maintain? We do. So actually, our department is about a year and a half old, and that's one of our main goals is to um, to kind of increase that year-round tourism and, and help Surprise become kind of an actual destination. And so one of the best things for our city is that spring training will bring visitors who may not have even heard of Surprise. Um, they'll come out for a baseball, and then they'll fall in love with it, and they'll stay a couple extra days or They'll make it kind of one of their annual trips each year. So that's great for our city and nearby cities. Um, and, and we get really excited about, you know, helping them learn about all of the things to do in Surprise and in the region. Um, so we've actually even started a new website, um, explorersurprise.com, that can, can help visitors come and see where to stay, where to eat, what they can do while they're here, kind of the attractions to visit. Um, so, yeah, that's one of the the really exciting things about that and having a facility like we do. So we have, you know, a beautiful stadium, a 12 practice field. We host a lot of tournaments throughout the year. Um, so we have a lot of different groups come out um, even in the summer and play. And so that, that brings our tourism here as well. Um, but we also have a, an entire recreation campus. So we have 25 tennis courts. We have 16 pickleball courts. Um, so, yeah, so we're, we're really excited for that tourism piece and kind of extending that baseball year round. Yeah, absolutely. So w- just give us an idea. What's what's your favorite thing to do around Surprise? Uh, you know, if someone is going to go out there, go to some spring training games, catch practice during the day, and then they have the evening free, what is a, uh, what's the best night in Surprise Arizona look like? So for an evening, um, we have some really good restaurants here in Surprise. We have a French restaurant called Vogue. Um, we have State 48, which is a local brewery. Um, so that's a really good time, and you just get kind of a little bit of local local flavor here. Um, if you're here during the day, um, we are um, we have the White Tank Mountains, which are just gorgeous if you want to go hike or bike or camp. Um, Lake Pleasant is only about 20 minutes away. We have a World Wildlife Zoo that's just about 15 minutes away. So, um, you know, obviously when people come out, to Arizona for the spring, the weather is the nice thing. And so anything you can do outside is is really fun and enjoyable. Yeah, I can speak to that. It's 40 degrees and drizzly right now in Dallas. So I would certainly prefer <laughs> uh, whatever is happening today in Surprise Arizona, I would guarantee is probably better than what we're dealing with here. Kendra Pettis, you are the sports and tourism director for the city of Surprise, Arizona. Thank you so much for joining me here for the podcast today. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. We appreciate it. Well, thank you again to Kendra for joining the podcast today and for giving us that insight there on the city of surprise and just the impact the spring training has every year. It's really fascinating to me and just considering uh, what hotels and restaurants do just to make it a good experience for guests. I liked her perspective and really enjoyed getting to talk to her about that. All right, coming up next is my conversation with Brad Grimes from Avixa. We're going to talk about Infocom focusing in on the hospitality industry this year and how ProAV and hospitality work together to create those one-of-a-kind experiences for guests. And so I think this is a really good conversation. It's going to preview one of the main topics for Infocom 2019. that takes place in June. 
And Brad makes a strong case for why it's a good idea for people from the hospitality industry to attend this year, mainly because there is that focus there uh, from the pro-AV industry to display and to show solutions for the hospitality industry and to really dive into what Pro-AV can do for the hospitality industry. So I'm fascinated by it. I can't wait to see it when it comes around in June. And I think you're going to enjoy this preview coming up next here with Brad Grimes on the Market Scale Hospitality Podcast. Joining me now on the podcast is Brad Grimes. He's the Senior Director of Communications for Avixa. Brad, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today, sir. Thanks for having me, Tyler. Absolutely. So we're talking today about Infocom. It's the largest technology exhibition and conference in North America focused on the pro-AV industry. And it's going to be held this year, June 8th through the 14th at the Orange County Convention Center in Orlando. And earlier this week, you announced that uh, this year's show is going to focus on the market for pro-AV products in two specific industries. And I wanted to give you the opportunity to talk about uh, which two markets you chose and why they stood out to you. Well, sure. Well, um, first of all, it goes back to uh, a desire of uh, on Avixa's part, who runs uh, Infocom, and a lot of our members and exhibitors to uh, to focus more on solutions uh, for AV products and services. Uh, you know, clearly the technology and products on our show floor are uh, spectacular and continue to drive the industry forward. But it's really how you pull those together and solutions uh, for the end user markets that uh, all of our members operate in that uh, that has the biggest impact. So um, this year we are uh, working with some partners to to develop some content for the uh, retail and hospitality spaces. Uh, and we, we looked at those primarily because, uh, you know, we've, we do a lot of market research at Avixa, and those are two areas where the market for products and services, uh, you know, AV products and services, is basically growing faster than, than some of the other markets. And, and those are industries that are doing some, some pretty cool stuff with AV uh, solutions. And we just want to start creating this dialogue between not only our solution providers, but uh, those end users and specifiers and decision makers in those markets to to really understand uh, you know how AV can be brought to bear uh, to create better customer experiences in their markets. So so we'll we'll be developing some new content. Uh, you'll see uh, you know some some great partners working with us, and uh, you know we think that this is uh, you know Infocom is a great place to start these dialogues between our industry and the markets they serve. Absolutely. And uh, education programs are always always really big at shows like this. Do you have uh, things planned in that area to really help people learn more about what's going on in these specific industries? Yeah, yeah, we have we have relationships with some some people who operate in those in those spaces. Uh, VMSD magazine, which is a is a retail design magazine, we've become uh, close with them over the years. We participate in a retail design conference that they put on, um, and Hotel Management magazine, um, which. Uh, clearly is close to the hotel development and operations and design uh, parts of that industry. And and those two groups, as well as in the retail place space, we're also working with a uh, uh, customer research firm called PSFK. They do, uh, you know, retail customer experience research. Um, those three groups will be developing, uh, you know, sessions, uh, workshops, uh, panel type uh, discussions um, that will be part of our uh, education package at the show, and and, and we think will will really raise the uh, level of conversation about uh, solutions in those markets. What do you think that it is about these markets specifically that um, that's causing so much innovation to be going on right now, and so much investment to be put into these specific areas? 
Well, they're clearly uh, different types of markets, but they're 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 both doing similar things. They are they're trying to use, you know, not not just technology. Clearly, we're focused on technology, but um, they're 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 using technology and AV technology to you know, basically create new experiences. The in the retail space, you know, we've heard for years that you know Amazon is going to put uh, lots of retails out of business and. To be honest, they, you know, the retail market has struggled, but what they've discovered is that, you know, shoppers do still want to go out and shop and, and they will go shop if uh, they have an experience that um, that speaks to them, that they can engage with. Um, we've done a lot of research in, in the retail market about what actual shoppers look for um, when they're out there and they are looking for technology to um to lure them in, to to make them come and engage with products, um, and retailers are realizing this, and it's it's almost like it's a, you know a rebirth of the retail industry right now. Um, there are certainly uh, corners of the industry that are that continue to struggle, but you know retailers are creating destinations um, for their brands, and they're using technology to do that in a lot of uh, in a lot of cases. And the hospitality industry is just, I mean, it's one of these industries that is seeing a, a, a boom because um, people in general are are looking to, um, to to get out and to have experiences and not just, you know, just not just buy products all the time. And they're traveling a lot more. So the, the travel industry is, is, is very healthy. And hospitality companies, whether they're hotels or they're, you know, restaurants and bars, are using technology to draw customers in to to make their uh, their their locations memorable. Uh, a hotel doesn't just have to be a place where you hold a conference or spend the night, um, and they're using technology to do that. And so we think we have a, a great opportunity to link our industry with theirs uh, and help them achieve their goals. Is there a specific area of the market that you are excited to see? Kind of what what gets brought to the table, whether it be uh, you know digital signage in retail or kiosk technology, something along those lines. Is there is there anything like that that you're specifically excited just to see what gets brought and and, and what is going to be on display there at the show? Well, digital signage is is clearly a uh, significant part of both of those industries. And, um, you know, digital signage, as, as we call it, has been around for a long time, clearly. Um, but new technology has taken it to, to new levels. There is interactivity now. There is immersion. Um, you have these uh, large-scale, fine-pitch LED uh, display technologies that allow um, retailers or hospitality companies to create um, new solutions that that really do either communicate information or entertain or enhance communicate uh, enhance collaboration if it's a if it's a you know sort of a conference center in a in a hotel. Um, so I would say display technology and and uh, digital signage um, are in a growth period in part because you know markets like retail and hospitality are looking to them more and more to uh, to build out these experiences for their customers. And if people are listening to this and thinking, all right, I need to go, I need to be there for this uh, for this uh, this show this year at Infocom, uh, can they register and and where can they do that sort of thing? 
They can and they should. Uh, yeah. If they're listening to this and thinking that, then I would agree 110%. Um, registration is open now. It's at uh, www.infocomshow.org. Um, yeah, we're looking for we're looking forward to a great show this year. This is uh, one of the years that we're in Orlando. Um, it's a it's a it's a great uh, uh, collection of not just our industry channel members, but uh, we get we get a good collection of customers and end users and and uh, decision makers, influencers at this uh, at this show. And um, you know, I think everybody will uh, take away some uh, some ideas for how they can apply AV in uh, in their markets. Absolutely. Now, I can't let you go without mentioning I, I had the opportunity to meet you at ISE in Amsterdam up in the uh, the media area there. Uh, what were your opinions of uh, ISE just as a show, um, how big it's gotten, that sort of thing? Just uh, what, what were your impressions of that show there in Amsterdam? Well, it was. I mean, it was a great show, and mm-hmm. uh, Mike Blackman and his team over at ISC do a do a spectacular job every year. Um, and uh, demand for that show just continues to uh, to build. Uh, you know, there are there are more exhibitors than ever, more attendees than ever, um, and and Amsterdam's just a great location for that show. Um, so I thought it was a great show. I, I, I thought it did uh, a super job of focusing on these solutions, focusing on these markets where audiovisual technologies can can have a positive uh, outcome um, for for companies. Um, and clearly it continues to grow, which is why uh, in uh, after next year we'll be in Barcelona where we can con- continue to grow it even farther or even further. And um, uh, I, you know if if people are able to, um, I would I would highly suggest putting that uh, that that trade show on their calendar. Absolutely, and uh, yeah, Infocom 2019 registration is open, so go register now. Brad Grimes, thank you so much for taking some time to talk about Infocom 2019 and some of the big themes coming up. Uh, we certainly appreciate it, and we're looking forward to it. Thanks, Tyler. I appreciate it. Unfortunately, that's all we have time for for this week's episode of the Hospitality Podcast. We do appreciate you listening very much. Thank you to both of my guests, to Brad Grimes and to Kendra Pettis for joining the show this week. I really appreciated both of their insights on the show. So if you enjoyed this episode of the show, make sure you subscribe either on iTunes or on Spotify. You can leave us a good rating as well. That's always helpful. And also you can check out the MarketScale Hospitality Industry page by going to marketscale.com. Clicking on Industries up at the top of the page, scrolling down to Hospitality, and there you'll be able to find more podcasts like this one, written content, as well as videos, much, much more. So make sure you go check that out as well. We'll be back soon with another episode of the Market Scale Hospitality Podcast. But until then, I've been your host today, Tyler Kern. Thanks for listening.